0: Fueled episode number 36 Start Your Business from Two Teenage Entrepreneurs in 3,000 Stores. Welcome to Fueled, the podcast for teens that aspire for greatness. My name is Easton Allred, and I am a successful entrepreneur, athlete, college student, and personal development guru. Each week, I interview successful and inspiring individuals that will teach you the secrets of setting goals and developing life-changing habits that will fuel you to greatness. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get Fueled. Hello, Fueled listeners, and welcome to episode number 36 of Fueled. I am fired up to be on the podcast with you guys today, and I am so excited to bring on today's guest, Isabel and Caroline. Now, before we get started, today is the day after Christmas, Monday, and it is time to get back on the tracks. Now, after a break, after a holiday, it's really, really hard for me particularly to gain momentum I have a really really hard time getting back on the tracks but let's all commit through this podcast episode take this to heart let's make it happen now the number one thing that I learned from this episode is to take action these girls have a fantastic company called Da Bomb Bath Fizzers and they never had a revolutionary idea They just made it happen, so no matter how old you are, start today, take action, and you can do great things These girls have a business that is taking over the industry. They have some fantastic mentors are getting very, very high up in the game and they are making money. I mean, they're doing things that most people will never do in their entire life, yet they're teenagers. So that is why I'm so inspired and just a funny thing about this episode. We got about halfway through and, and one of the themes that was going through the episode was how incredible it was they were getting along so well as twins. And then they finally told me that they weren't actually twins, so that was pretty funny. And that was in the actual interview itself. But for this episode, and for uh, and for the purpose of being able to understand their situation and or to being able to relate to you guys. I switched up the wording a little bit, so it actually does say sisters because it applies just as well, but that was just a funny fact about the interview itself. Isabel and Caroline, you guys are fantastic. I'm so happy to have you guys on the podcast. Would you guys please tell my audience a little bit about you guys, your age, and what you're doing right now?
1: So I'm Caroline, and I'm 14 years old, and I'm Isabel, and I'm 15 years old. So we kind of started just as a hobby about three years ago. We were 10 and 11, and... We wanted to make bath bombs, but we wanted to improve them. So Mm -hmm. we decided to put surprises inside. And we wanted to kind of get the word out and just kind of test it. So we entered a local art fair that year. We made 150 bath bombs in three months and we ended up selling out on the first day. So that was kind of crazy for us. And we went home that night and made a bunch more, stayed up till like 1.30 in the morning. Um, Which was late for us then. (laughs) Yeah, and we sold out again. So that was really exciting. But we didn't really think about it until the next year when we re-entered the art fair. And that year a local salon owner came by and he picked up our products and he wanted to sell them in his salons. Um, so that's kind of how the whole... Um, wholesale aspects of things began. Yeah, that's kind of how we started thinking about, you know, maybe this could be more than a hobby and this could turn into an actual business. So. Mm-hmm. And now we have over 3,000 stores, I think it is. So that was kind of like where it all began Yeah. And then the past three years, it's kind of grown immensely. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: epic. So n- normally people don't just decide they want to make bath bombs. When you started, did you, it was just a hobby, or did you know that you wanted to be entrepreneurs? Or And I want to know, what was your parents' role in all of this? At
1: first, they were just kind of supportive and there to carry heavy things, because they we were very strong. <laughs> yeah, And then as, <laughs> it, as we got further down the road, we realized that this is bigger and we have to go to school and we have to do other things like that. You don't so. have to go
0: to school. I don't go to school. It's freaking amazing. You guys would absolutely love it. I did homeschool for a little bit. It gave me an opportunity to expand my creativity and get my business going. You guys would absolutely love yeah, it.
1: Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Who knows?
0: <laughs>
1: At the time, you know, we didn't really want to take the risk just in case, like, the business failed or something. So, but then now it's actually both my parents' full time jobs. So they're super yeah. supportive of us now. And they've always kind of been there for us along the road, which is really Mm -hmm. nice. And as kids, we always kind of wanted to try different businesses. Like we'd make artwork and sell it to our grandma for like 25 cents. Yeah, or have like epic lemonade stands. Yeah. (laughs) So I think we were just always kind of entrepreneurial together and kind of doing stuff together. But we didn't actually, it didn't actually go anywhere until bath bombs came around.
0: Yeah. I love it. You guys have had the entrepreneurial mindset since you guys were 10 and 11 years old. You guys have always been trying to develop businesses. And the reason I started my podcast or one of the biggest reasons I started my podcast was to inspire and instill upon teens that they need to start a business like you and I. And the reason I say that is because there are so many valuable lessons that you can take from starting a business that school will never teach you. For example... I have significantly developed my speaking skills over the period of, of starting my podcast until now. You can even tell from my first episode to now, my speaking skills, have gone up substantially. And also, I've gotten so much better at dealing with people. I've learned how business works. I've also learned how to get in iTunes. I've learned marketing skills. And none of these things would I have learned in school. So if we can get teens to start businesses, then they can learn those lessons and possibly even develop an income that will build over time and sustain them over the period of their life. And it's such a fantastic lifestyle. So I really, really appreciate the U.S. have that mindset and. I just wanted to comment on the design of your website and of your bath bombs. It is fantastic, and I think for all the entrepreneurs out there, it's un- it's essential to understand how how these bits and pieces go into businesses. So, how were you able to develop such good design? Uh, we
1: design. So we worked with um, just a graphic designer at first. We didn't have much to invest in the business. I think we had about like thirty bucks, and we went and got some ingredients, and then. Um, once the business started kind of giving a little bit more profit, we decided we wanted to put our money somewhere important. So we decided to hire a graphic designer and yeah. we, we kind of like, we designed some stuff and she kind of helped us bring it to life. Cause we didn't really know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, so we decided to do that and now we, we have, have a patent pending on our, our design. So, yeah. um, but we pretty much do all of like the Instagram photos and stuff ourselves. Sometimes we'll get some photography in there, and people will come take pictures. But um, normally, it's basically us who run everything.
0: <laughs> awesome! That that's so sick. And man, I just wish that every teen could do this and just start their own business. And it's it's such a cool venture to go on. But another thing I want to ask you about is: so when you started making bath bombs, where did you did you find some recipe on the internet for bath bombs? How did that come along?
1: We kind of formulated yeah. our own recipe, mm-hmm. so. We decided to, we looked in books and we looked online and we looked in a bunch of different places. We even like talked to a couple people mm-hmm. and we finally, after about on the second year of owning our business, yeah, we finally got years. a recipe that worked really well and we kept failing. We kept like getting botched batches. You know, we would still make bath bombs, but it really wasn't the most efficient way to do it. So, mm-hmm. um, after about two years, after a lot of hard work, we finally got a recipe that worked for us. And yeah. I think that was like a really good example of how we had to be like innovative to start a business because mm-hmm. like a lot of the time people just, it's kind of actually weird sometimes, people will ask us if we own our business, just to like clarify, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they the second thing they ask us every single time is do you make a lot of money? And <laughs> is really taken back for that because we don't even really think about the money, we just think about like the experience of owning a business. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird when people do that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, and just kind of the things like you said, the things that you don't really get from school, you know, and I think that's also another reason we decided to continue the business and make it an official business is just to learn from all the crazy and like amazing experiences too.
0: So the next question I have for you guys is how do you define success?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say success is just doing something that you love and doing something that you're passionate about. And also... For us, towards the beginning, it was just my sister and I doing this business, and then our family got involved, and then pretty soon we had to hire, you know, people to help us, and so that was kind of a huge responsibility—is you know, paying people to work for us. So now we actually employ over 80 people, so that's really, really cool for us, and to be able to kind of help our community out by, you know, employing these people and giving them jobs is really cool for us. So. Mm-hmm. And I think success is also defined by. If you're happy with what you're doing and if you're in a good place, you know, like we said earlier, like owning a business is a lot of hard work. But if you're if you feel successful, then you are successful in a way like if you're happy with what you're doing or if you're if your customers, the consumers are happy with what they're getting, then I guess I feel successful in a way. Yeah.
0: Oh, of course. I actually love those definitions. And the next question I have for you guys is. You guys are employing employing over eighty people. You guys are providing jobs, but you're the teenagers. What's it like going to school and living in an environment where you're very, very different from everybody else?
1: Yeah, um, it's kind of difficult sometimes because we have to find that balance between like homework, and then sometimes we have to leave school early to go to like little meetings and stuff. But I think it's really nice. Our friends are really funny about it, and you know, they'll be like, "Your locker smells like bath bombs." Like, <laughs> Or even when, like, the business was in our house and we had to, like, go through a maze of boxes to get to our to our loft or whatever, you know. They were always really supportive and they didn't yeah. really mind the mess or anything, which is really awesome. Exactly. They think it's cool. They like coming to, like, business dinners with us now and then. So that's really <laughs>
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. So I really like this next question because I think that your habits you have in your life define who you are. So what kind of habits do you guys have?
1: I think a habit that I generally tend to lean towards is not being afraid of doing things because mm-hmm. like a lot of the time people will make decisions out of fear but I don't want to do that I want to take the risk because that's kind of what being an entrepreneur is about in a way is like taking risks because you don't know what's going to happen we didn't know this business is going to um, explode no pun intended And <laughs> in- So yeah, I think that's a big one for me is I just try not to live out of fear. I try to live out of just thinking about what could happen instead of um, things that can't happen. Yeah. And like now we're doing some presentations and we're giving it to different schools and um, women and, you know, children and all these people. So towards the beginning, I think I was kind of shy and I didn't really want to do public speaking or anything. Mm -hmm. But now this business has really helped me get in the habit of. Um, you know reaching out of my comfort zone and doing things that I normally wouldn't do which has opened up to new experiences And I'm really happy that it turned out.
0: I, I love that And I think what you guys said you nailed it right on the head is once you get outside of your comfort zone That's when success happens and I know for me personally when I was starting my podcast I was pretty scared. I was like dang man. I can't go to high school with a podcast mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna get made fun of that's gonna be terrible, but it all worked out and I and I think a lot of people are afraid to do things because they're worried they're gonna made fun of or this or that and when in reality is not that bad and if you just step outside your comfort zone then it's so much better and there's so much more to be learned so the next question is what would you consider to be the number one tool for success
1: for me oh you can go first oh no I was just gonna say I think for us just kind of building off of something that you love and doing something that you're really passionate about because if you really love that, you know, you'll make something unique and make something that not a lot of other people can see. Like for us, I think it's just our story is really special and you know, it's two girls who started this um, in their basement and now we have a warehouse, we actually have three warehouses. So that's really exciting for us um, and I just think that, yeah. Yeah, for me, I just kind of like to keep in the back of my head that, you know, nothing comes easy and, you know, working hard is really important for me. So I like to just kind of keep that in mind when moving forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. So one thing I want to ask you about is I think just as much as habits, routines define who we are. For example, I have a pre-game routine that I do before my basketball games. I do a routine before races. And then another one of my routines I do is I wake up every morning. I do what's called the miracle morning. What routines do you guys have that have helped you?
1: I think things that help me, like, in terms of business or in terms of real life. Both. Both? Okay. So I think having a balance is really important. Mm -hmm. You know, having that balance between extracurricular activities and school and work is really important. Like, Caroline and I, we also did track, and I think – You know, knowing when you go to the meets and then knowing when there's a really important meeting, you know, you have to find that balance. And without that, I feel like you you can't you have to work and play, but you can't have all play and you can't have all work. You gotta find that balance. Yeah, I agree.
0: Awesome. So I'm super excited to ask you this next question. You guys have had some incredible success in your life. The very, very few people have at your age. What makes you girls so different?
1: I, well, <laughs> obviously, I think we've gotten a lot of support just because we're younger, which was weird because going into it, I felt like people would underestimate me, but, and you know, it has happened, and we've had to have people kind of not take advantage of us, but just, you know, kind of underestimate us a little bit, and that's a little disappointing, but there's also a lot of people out there who really do want to help you, and that was really great, and I think... That's something that really helped us was knowing that people are for us. And yeah. And I just think something, something unique is like before we really didn't see that there were any bath bombs for guys out there. So my brother actually came up with the Ninja Bomb and that was kind of the <laughs> boy bath bomb that we had. And so we wanted to make our products for everyone. You know, we wanted everyone to enjoy the bomb. So um, I think that's something that really made people um, like our products is that, you know, we have the Ninja Bomb and the Hero Bomb and, our little brother's coming out with another one soon. So that should be exciting. But, um, yeah. And also, like I said before, kind of just the story and like, we really didn't anticipate, we didn't anticipate this being a full blown business. You know, we just kind of thought of it as a hobby and we really loved it. Um, so when it came the time to decide, you know, do we really want to take this to the next level and make it a business? That's when we really wanted to go for it too. So
0: Awesome. So what has been your biggest failure and really tell us that story. I think everyone in the entrepreneurial journey or even in life, we all have failures. What has been your biggest failure?
1: I think it was more like a bunch of little failures mm-hmm. and time stuff like that would happen. We would just get so disappointed towards the beginning. We'd, you know, when a batch of bath bombs would flop or when like we'd have a disappointed person come up, be like, Oh, this wasn't what I expected. We would take it so personally. But I think now we've kind of learned to not take it so personally and rather use it as, like, constructive criticism or, like, learn from our experiences because, you know, you can never you can never know what's going to happen in the future. And I think that, you know, like, yeah. And I really think that, like, owning a business, it comes with failures and things don't always turn out the way you expect them to. Um. So what Isabel kind of touched on earlier is, like, Starting when we would make the bath bombs, I remember one night it just wouldn't work. Like, I couldn't make a bath bomb. It kept falling apart or cracking or it was too wet or too dry. And so that was something that really kind of gets you down, um, especially when you work so hard that your product just fails. So I think you kind of have to anticipate that there are going to be some hard times. But overall, I think the good outweighs the bad. Mm -hmm. And I think that can apply to real life also, like not Mm -hmm. just making bath bombs. It can apply to anything. Yeah. You know, i like if you're going to take like a test or something, you know, and like you keep failing, I think, you know, you just can't give up, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'd like to also touch on to like, I want to spread the word because, you know, it's great having a big business in other ways too, because we have, we, we have that movement. We have that um, attention. We have the voice. So, and when people ask me like, what advice do you have for people? I like to tell them, you know, don't give up, please. Like, I know that sounds so cheesy and kind of <laughs> Or whatever, but like Caroline and I, we've we've had many hard times and many failures. You know, we just didn't give up, and look what happened. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Like we're in Target now, for heaven's sake. You know.
0: <laughs> All the challenges that you have in your life, I see those as opportunities. Those are learning experiences, so, so that you can get better and fix certain things. And and one quote that I heard recently is, "God only tests the people that He wants to graduate." So the challenges that you have challenges that you have are really just helping you to move forward. So I love that answer. And what would you guys consider to be your biggest strength? I
1: think we work really well together. Which is weird because, you know, some of our sisters don't get along. But I think it's really great because like my strengths are Caroline's weaknesses and Caroline's weak- and Caroline's strengths are my weaknesses. And we've been able to work really well in this business together because things that I don't like doing, she really loves doing. And things that she hates doing, I love doing. So it works out really well that way. Yeah, and I also think just kind of like being a family and working as a family, you can really be honest. And, you know, sometimes it's a good thing to be totally honest. That way you don't make as many mistakes or you learn from the mistakes. And yeah, just kind of being a family and like, um, sharing your ideas and really being honest.
0: Where do you guys get your motivation? I mean, what you're doing right now for a teen, that's a lot of work, so you need to have another source of motivation. What keeps you going?
1: I think we've always been really competitive. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, going against each other, like, oh, Caroline can stay up till 11, putting stickers on boxes so can I you know (laughs) or like if Caroline can go come to the office every day after school I better be able to also because I don't want to look bad next to Caroline (laughs)
0: also
1: there's also like a lot of inspiring people Mm -hmm. and then there's also some people that you know are looking up to you Mm -hmm. which like if you just drop out and if you just stop then those people are going to not have that motivation anymore. might you lose are. hope. Yeah. yeah so. And I also think just like internally believing in yourself and continuing to tell yourself that you can do it and that, you know, you want this. So just
0: do it, you know? Just do it. I love it. Nike's awesome. What are one or two attributes the U.S. have acquired that have contributed to your success? I mean, I
1: just think constantly having a positive mindset and a positive attitude every day. And just can, can be hard. Like, yeah, it can be hard, you know? Especially like we touched on earlier is like, there's a lot of hard times that'll come and you have to expect that with owning a business. But we actually have a motto that we came up with and it's expect the unexpected. And you know, it's pretty much just how it's said. You know, you have to expect something that you wouldn't normally expect and you have to be ready for that even um, if you don't know what's coming. You know, you just, you always have to be prepared, so. Mm
0: -hmm. Awesome. So who has been your greatest mentor?
1: Huh. I mean, I think I've always just looked up to my parents just because they've always have really been very supportive and um, they've always just kind of been role model- models. But yeah, for me, um, of course, my parents, that's the obvious one. Yeah. But, so are you familiar with Boom Chicka Pop? It's like the popcorn. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so the owner of that, her name is Angie. And with her husband, they started this business. And we've talked to them a couple times. We've kind of gotten to know them. And that was really nice. And I kind of look up to Angie a little bit because her story is so similar to ours and she understands like being in the trenches and like doing the hard work and, she understands what we're going through and stuff. And she also understands, you know, it's important to have fun in a business, too. And I, I really appreciate how she's kind of stayed humble through this all. And I look up to how she treats owning a business and how she just kind of always keeps her head up no matter what. Yeah, and she understands. Yeah, so she's that's very really nice. inspirational. And she's always willing to share some of her experience and her stories just to kind of help you out, too, and kind of mm-hmm. pass down what she's learned. And so is her husband, Dan. He needs mm-hmm. to be mentioned, yeah. too, because he's really... <laughs>
0: So that's so cool to have such cool mentors. I mean, to have someone that big in the game and that big in the industry is like, that's so cool to have that and to have someone so far along. That's great. But now what are three ways few listeners can take action today to become more successful?
1: One, (laughs) (laughs) I would say.
0: Find a balance
1: mm-hmm. find a balance between work and working hard and having fun what's that balance? Uh, well, I'll let you know when I figure it out but, <laughs> um, I think it's like having a form of like having a form of exercise, having a form of education having or work or both you know having mm-hmm having a little bit of hard work and having a little bit of play at the same time. Cause you know, you'll go insane if you're working all the time, mm-hmm. but then you also need to um, really get stuff done. So yeah, that's important. And me. I think that um, we've done a couple of presentations and one of our main talking points is you can achieve anything you want at any age or whoever you are, you can do it. So I think that's another thing too. It's like if sometimes people will say, you know, you're not good enough or, you're not old enough. Like, we got that a lot, you know? Yeah, um, I'm sure you have, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm sure you have, too. But um, we did it anyways, you know? And it's possible, you know? And it's, there's proof. But um, I would just say, yeah, you can do anything you want, whenever you want. There's no time limit, and there's nothing keeping you, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just you. You have to decide. And then the third piece of advice is kind of like the quote or the motto that we always turn to is expect the unexpected, because I can't emphasize that enough. Always go through life with like an open mind and don't be scared and don't be don't be like schemish because you you've gotta you just gotta go for it.
0: <laughs> awesome. So now it's co- the episode is coming to a close, but imagine that you had just a couple of minutes with yourself two years ago. What advice would you give yourself and why? Uh, Let's go three years ago.
1: <laughs> three years ago, yeah. Um, I I would just say like it's going to be tough and it's going to be hard, but you can do it. And you did do it, you know, like look at yourself now, um, and just kind of grow with the business because I feel like that's kind of what I did, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what, you know, a few minutes, I don't know. (laughs) Probably what Caroline said, because we're really the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're
0: you're the same, just like your identical twins. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So do you have any last parting words of advice?
1: Um, well something I also just want to say is like it's okay to take risks too, because that's also kind of what helped us um in you know making this business successful, I guess, um is just taking risks and also like giving back. Um, we actually donate money to different organizations that help clean up the oceans with one of our bath bombs. And that was something that was really important to us because we love the ocean and we love the beach and it's important, you know, our, our earth is what we live on. So, I mean, it's important to, mm-hmm. nurture and you it. don't necessarily have to like give back to the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea, but yeah, you know, you simple. To, yeah, you can mm-hmm. just, just make sure you like always keep that humble mindset And then just don't, you know, don't look at it like it's all about the money, you know, just try to help out other people too, because Mm -hmm. along the line, there's been so many people who helped us and so many like mentors and so many people we've talked to. And I feel like information and meetings is like one of the most valuable things you can have when beginning a business, because those are people who have been there before you and they can kind of warn you and prepare you for what you're about to like encounter or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, giving back and then also um, just like people gave to you. Mm -hmm.
0: I love it. Be a giver. Give, 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 give. And sooner or later, it'll come back to you. You guys had a fantastic interview. Thank you so much for getting on. I learned so much from you. And uh, can't wait to work with you guys in the future. And thank you all, Fueled listeners, for tuning in to episode number 36 of Fueled. Now get back on the railroads, gain momentum for the week, and I'll see you all in future episodes.